Okay, um, I'm back, better than ever, I guess. Hope y'all doing well. Hope y'all are doing well. Um, driving in my car as always, and uh, it's a very hot day as usual here in Florida. Um, really ready to get out of here. Get some uh, colder weather. I think that'll be nice. But anyways, I don't really have any set plan or anything to talk about today as uh, usual, I guess. But um, I was just going through in my head like certain topics I could maybe try talking about. And uh, for some reason, I landed on imposter syndrome. And of course, I'm not a psychologist or anything yet, that is. Um, and I'm not an expert on, on anything, really. Um, what I'll be saying is just my opinion and my thoughts on it. So I'm um, just going to go up the top of my head and see where it takes me. So um, I listened to a, a podcast on imposter syndrome. I think it was on the uh, American Psychological Association, a- APA podcast. It's pretty interesting you're interested in psychology and research and stuff like that, like I am. But anyways, um, it's a very common, um, you know, problem that people experience. I think especially women or minorities, but I mean, really anybody I think can experience it. And um, what I think it is, I'm sure there's an actual definition of it, but I'm driving and I want to look it up. I think it's just the feeling that you think that you're living a life that is not your own. Or a lot of times it might be, you know, you're in a job or in a, your life is, it seems like you don't deserve it or it's just not in line with with who you are in a way. Um, Or it could be, for example, like, yeah, like you, you just like you, you feel like you don't belong where you are. Um, like you're an imposter, like as if somebody kidnapped you and replaced you with somebody else that's like pretending to be you, but isn't. You know what I mean? Something like that, if that makes sense. Or it's just like you don't feel like you're in your own skin almost. Um, so I've definitely felt this before probably more so at my last job than this one, but I just almost felt like, um, what's that saying? Like a sheep in wolf's clothing. I don't think that, that has a little different meaning, but like dressing up and, and putting on like work clothes and stuff like that. Like I'm fine wearing, you know, business casual attire to work or whatever, but really it's, I don't feel like myself. I mean, I, I've always cared about like fashion and and caring about my outfits and stuff probably less so now but um anyway like I used to work at Urban Outfitters as my first job out of college and although it wasn't best job pay wasn't great it was just like a part-time thing while I was working on other stuff at least I got to like wear the clothes that I wanted to like you know and uh pick out my outfits and express myself in that way which I really enjoyed you know, um, and not to say like, 
that's super important to me in a job, but um, I don't know. I just don't like pretending in any scenario or lying. And uh, I, I, I try not to. I really try to be my like authentic self when I'm working on that. I'm working on being more um, like assertive, I guess, in my own confidence and my own being. Um, whereas before I would kind of just go with whatever's happening, but now I'm kind of trying to stand up for myself more. Um, but yeah, anyways, like I can definitely, it's like whenever I stop and actually think about it, I will always think like currently at least I don't, you know, I'm not doing what I should be doing, what I'm supposed to be doing right with my job now it's like I, I like to think I'm good at it you know I, I like talking to people and, and helping them but it's like really um I, I could not do this for the rest of my life you know or anything in sales or anything like this and um you know before I had a, like an exit strategy of going back to school and pursuing my my passion in um you know, really helping people therapeutically, which is still a long ways down the road. But at least having that that idea and that goal set in my head makes like the present day and my job and everything more manageable. And I've talked this, I've talked about this, I think, on one of the earliest episodes or whatever. So I don't want to go into it that much anymore. But um, so yeah, and I think. Like I said, I feel like at some point, maybe everybody's experienced this um, imposter syndrome. And I think a lot of it might have to do with um, your self-worth because you could be in a position, right? That you worked really hard for and that you earned, but you might still feel like you don't deserve it. You know, maybe that's because, like I said, you're you're like a, a woman or minority or something because of the societal, you know, uh, stereotypes and, and standards and stuff like that. You think that you, you don't belong there because of what other people think, but that's just not the case. Um, and like I said, I think anybody can, can feel this way. And so I guess it, I'm trying to think of like how, how can people get out of this like way of thinking and you know really feel like themselves and um i think obvious one would be to you know find a job or something that aligns with your your values and your personality that you enjoy you know but that's really hard for for some people in different situations where they have kids or have to you know, pay the bills or something like that. And I have, might not have the luxury of like choosing um, a job that they um, really care about. You know, I feel like a lot of people just work to to make the money that they need. But um, so I guess an easier solution or, or somewhere to start would be to um, focus on your hobbies or if you don't have any, um, you know, to to find some. They could be anything, and uh, I don't necessarily have like that 
many hobbies or I don't even know if you could call them hobbies, but it's like, and I haven't really done them in a long time, but like I got into skateboarding um, within the past, well, actually, I guess right when the pandemic first started, I decided to get a skateboard. But anyways, and it's not like I can do tricks and stuff like that. I'm still working on it, but I haven't gotten in quite a while. My like foot has been hurting me and it's been super hot, but whatever. I do enjoy it. Um, so I like to consider that a, a hobby, I guess. I think it's hard defining a hobby. Like I've had this discussion before. It's like, you know, what, what can be considered a hobby and what, what is not? What's just like a pastime? Like, um, I think a hobby has to be, first of all, something you obviously enjoy doing. Um, and then secondly, I think there has to be some skill aspect to it to where it's like something you can approve upon and get better at, you know, or even like practice. So um, even like working out, I think, can be considered a hobby because technically it's a skill that you can work on and get better at over time um and a lot of people enjoy it i used to think like oh it doesn't count it's not a hobby but i I think it is um but it's important with that and with their whole health thing to um not fall into the trap of like that becoming your whole life almost then again it's like if that is the case what's so bad about that i guess it's better to do you know be obsessed with that than with something less productive you know what i mean especially if you if you're like a trainer or health coach or something like that so you know that is your life so maybe i take that back but i think with all things i think i talked this talked about this before but like finding a balance to where you don't fall too far to one side i was talking about that actually in the untethered soul um with the uh you know extremes the pendulum swing back and forth but anyways like i think there's a certain point where mentally it can be unhealthy to be so obsessed with something where like that's all you care about you know um but maybe it's okay with like more um i don't want to say abstract but like obsessing over um like your your goals or something i think a lot of like so and so so-called successful people in history had that kind of obsessive attitude about um you know that that would motivate them you know so it's um i don't know what i'm saying but like i guess there can be here's here's what i just can't the realization i came to there can be healthy obsessions and unhealthy obsessions you know like uh like i was saying i think a lot of really smart people like geniuses i'm sure like einstein and um Elon Musk even, I'm sure have obsessive, um, you know, work ethic and attitudes because they, you know, are so focused and motivated by the work that they're doing. Um, So, and, uh, you know, that's like, that's what they put all their energy into and that's how they were able to, um, you know, invent things or come up with new ideas and and all this kind of stuff, you know? Um, but going back to like, let's say working out or the health, you know, world or anything like that, like, uh, you know, a, a healthy obsession could be like, 
you know, you're, you're really focused on on improving your your lifting and your form and like eating right and your nutritional that stuff. Like that's all good stuff. But on the other end, like it could lead to or could maybe um, cause disorders like eating disorders or um, injuring yourself, like doing CrossFit or something like that. So I don't know. Like I said, I guess there it's just depends on on what it is exactly but um yeah so i'll think more about it i'm gonna um take a break now get something to eat and then i'll uh i'll come back and see what else i have to talk about all right stay tuned all right um had some lunch and you know I said I was gonna think about what else I was gonna talk about on here but I didn't really do that but I did write down a few things um, first thing was instead of saying I should or I need to do something which I do all the time you know, like, oh, like I should should do this or I should have done that or I need to do this, whatever. Just say, I will do it, you know? Like, I was just thinking, um, like, oh, man, I, I should really, like, take time to, um, you know, just be more mindful and, and sit and just not be doing anything because I feel like I'm always, like, doing something like I was just eating lunch and I was watching like YouTube videos at the same time which I do a lot it's like I just become so used to that and it's like I'm always stimulated by something and consuming some sort of like uh, you know content you know so instead of that why can't I just um, sit and eat my food and be okay with that um, so I'll work on it and I'll get better at it and it's like we're all just running around doing something and we're always either you know at our job working or on our phone texting or scrolling instagram or when you're in the car listening to music or a podcast or something or even the act of driving um i guess the only time that we're not doing something is when we're sleeping or meditating um technically meditating is doing something but I guess it's kind of the act of trying to be still and, and be present. So I actually did a meditation or a yoga class over the weekend, which I hadn't done in a long time. And I really miss it. Um, I want to start doing that again. Um, I'm also trying to save money right now. And don't want to have to pay for yoga classes. So I think I'll try to find things online or, or videos and stuff where I can get instructed that way or just kind of try to do it on my own and, and feel it out. I feel like I know enough to be able to do it um, on my own. Another thing that my girlfriend and I have been doing that I really enjoy is, is taking walks on the beach. We're so close to it. We literally never go. Um, but... It's, it's been super nice if we go early enough or or later on it's not too hot and just super nice to um, 
I just feel like it's so calming and peaceful and it's nice to just um, feels good to walk and we get to talk and everything so trying to make that a, a routine um, another important thing kind of getting up I'm definitely getting off the topic of the imposter syndrome but I don't know in a way I think in order to avoid this feeling um, you kind of just have to get more connected with yourself because if you don't have any hobbies and you're not have any sort of routine or anything like that it's super easy to fall into a job or something that uh, you know you don't enjoy or you're just not um, not in line with, with who you are you know um, so it's like the more you pay attention to yourself I think the easier you will be to escape this this feeling and avoid feeling like uh, like you're somebody else you know or living out someone else's uh, fantasies or expectations, especially your parents. I feel like that can happen a lot. And it happened with me still um, working through that. But, you know, it, a lot of people just end up um, doing what their, their parents expect of them. And, um, you know, that, that might not be what they really want to do. And so they'll end up feeling like a like an imposter where it's like oh like I don't belong here somebody else should be here instead of instead of me it's like I you know I'm taking the place of someone else that's more um, qualified or, or whatever so yeah um, but I, I haven't felt that way in a, in a bit now even though I'm not doing exactly what I want I'm technically doing what my dad has had suggested suggested I do um I've come to terms with it and I know I'm not going to keep doing it so for now I'm okay with it but anyways um yeah so just learning to be more present and finding that stillness um is something I'm going to work on. And I feel like that will really guide you to doing something that you enjoy or or being, um, you know, in the right place with the right people. Um, another thing, too, I, and I've talked about this before with the Finding Meaning episode, I think, talking about, like, coincidences and... It's like, are they, do they have meaning or are they just random? Um, I'm, I'm beginning to believe more and more that they're not just random. I think the, the more in line you are with your path, the more coincidences, coincidences happen. Um, I can't think of any examples right now, but I've definitely had a lot pop up and they might not be major ones or anything like that, but it's like, I don't know. It just seems like they're little like signs or like hints that you're like, you are where you're supposed to be in that moment. And you're, you're headed in the right direction almost. Again, can't prove this. So there's no way for me to like really look into it necessarily, but it just seems it's just, there's something like comforting about it. It's like the, the world um, kind of speaking back to you saying like, 
yeah, you're, you're doing the right thing almost. So, um, yeah, I just feel like if you, I don't know, pay attention. You don't have to believe that they have meaning or something, but it's like maybe just pay attention to um, the coincidences a little more. If anything pops up where you where you might be like, hmm, that's interesting. You know, like if, uh, if you run into somebody or whatever, just like maybe that moment has meaning and, and maybe it's important to to act like it does. Um, you know, I think actually that's what uh, Michael Singer, the author of The Untethered Soul, was talking about. I, I listened to like an, uh, I watched a video of him talking with Russell Brand and he was talking about like yeah but, um just surrendering to to the voice in his head and to life in a way in that um you know just paying more attention to to every interaction you have you know what if it did have great significance on you um and it, in a way it kind of does i feel like everything you do um like the butterfly effect you know you never know what choices you you make or what you do or say you know what kind of impact that can have on on the future um so so maybe we should you know think find find things more meaningful even if they technically aren't you know what i mean it's like the um and i want to talk actually uh, on the episode about religion and and um i guess more belief and why have um somebody on to talk to you about that but anyways um i I guess what i'm thinking is i think the the belief in god is does the same thing for you as if um god existed or not so in other words it's like what your belief is what is what um impacts you your life you know not the actual existence of god I mean, obviously, you can argue that and say, oh, no, I mean, it would matter if God existed or, or not. Um, I guess I'm looking at this in, like, the Christian sense, which is what a lot of people would would probably think of as well. But it's like, yeah, I mean, if you believe that there's a God, then um, you're going to kind of live your life in, a, in accordance with that, you know? And if there happened out that there was no God in that sense but you still believed, how would that be any different than if you did believe and there was no God? I mean, if there was actually a God. Uh, so it's, I don't know, it's like kind of a paradox and could be wrong, but I guess the power of the mind is very um, strong, powerful. And I think ultimately that's kind of what um, influences your life. But I mean, me personally, I believe in God in the sense that it, it's synonymous with, uh, you know, the universe and the, um, I guess, collective consciousness or the, the whole being that, that there is, you know, all the knowns, all the unknowns, like that's to me what God is. And I think it is conscious in a way and it might have um, interactions with us or we can interact with it in a way. So it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that exists and I believe in it. So, um, but if that was all just, you know, not true, but I still believed in it, then my life would be the same. Um, so I don't, I actually read a whole, wrote a whole like paper in college on this called the, the God belief, or 
no, what was it called? The God Virus, actually, which sounds like kind of weird. And um, I think I revisited it like within the past couple of years or something. But I don't know. It was like the idea that the uh, that belief is, or I guess religion in that sense is like a, the idea of it is a virus that has spread, you know, globally and has persisted and continues to, you know, spread in a way. Um, much like a virus, obviously. But um, basically, I did some research on like Sigmund Freud, who was a very uh, stout uh, atheist and for his entire life. And there's not many of those, but I think I think a lot of um, scientists and psychologists and stuff like that might not necessarily have believed in like God in the Christian sense, but they did believe in God as something, you know, but, um, anyways, I concluded the, the paper with the idea that, um, a belief, whether that's in God or something else is very important to our, our well-being and our happiness because without it, I think we're kind of just lost and struggling just might feel helpless and depressed and I've been there before I felt all those things I think it's because I did not have a belief system or any sort of like direction and now that after I've researched and read all these books and and have had experiences um, kind of created my own religion in a sense or belief system I feel much more grounded and just happier and um, I don't know just it's kind of liberating in a sense so anyways I probably could talk a whole episode about that but this one might be shorter again I got way off on tangent from the first topic of imposter syndrome but I don't know like I said it just popped in my head I was just going with the flow and this is where we ended up so uh, hopefully it made sense um, I try to connect the dots again made sense in my head I don't know if it'll make any sense listening back to it but whatever um that's all I got today uh yeah so I guess I'll see you whenever peace